don't feel like a doula wouldn't understand. Like doulas don't know, like our role is to understand. Our role is to uplift, our role is to empower you. You're gonna feel counted out in all types of places. A doula is gonna make sure that you feel counted in. That was Jasmine Brooks, a doula from Iowa. Jasmine is this week's guest on Everywhere Radio. Everywhere Radio is a production of the Rural Assembly, and I'm your host, Whitney Kimball Coe. Each episode, I spotlight the good, scrappy, and joyful ways rural people and their allies are building a more inclusive nation. We continue this week with my colleague, Adelia Watson, in the host chair. Adelia is a reporting fellow with The Daily Yonder, where she maintains a social and environmental justice beat in rural Alabama. But this week, she's exploring how one doula supports women of color through Iowa's healthcare space. Hey, Adelia. Thanks, Whitney. This week, I'm talking to Jasmine Brooks about being the Black Rural Doula. For those of you wondering, a doula is a trained professional who provides physical, emotional, and informational support to parents before, during, and after childbirth. As the owner of Jay Olive and the co-founder of the Iowa Black Doula Collective, Jasmine prioritizes parents and individuals of color who want to create a holistic birthing experience. Jasmine discusses how to prepare people to make informed decisions in medical spaces and birth rooms. Welcome, Jasmine Brooks, to Everywhere Radio. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm holding on by a thread because it is hot where I'm at. Where are you coming from? I am coming from Iowa. It is equally hot, probably uh, as hot as it needs to be, because honestly, any more humidity, I'd probably just leave my stuff here and move. <laughs> here in Sacramento, it's dry heat. So <laughs> I, you're on, I don't know. I think I'd want the humidity more. Well, I'd like to welcome you to talk about your position with Jial of Wellness. Awesome. So again, Jasmine Brooks, she, they, I am the founder, owner, and full spectrum doula of J Olive Wellness here in Iowa. I provide um, doula support services to primarily women of color. That's women, trans, non-binary, queer individuals and families. So I think of it as birth to earth. So if you're wanting to get connected with a mental health provider to you're trying to start a family to you are suffering from reproductive health challenges to you've lost a child. I'm really kind of that advocate. I said Jai Olive earlier. I apologize. So Jay Olive. Can you yeah. talk a bit about where that name came from? So Jay Olive didn't come from anything specific. It was looking at my name, my family's name. So Olive, Olivia, it's a family's name. It's my middle name. And then Jay, uh, it means strength. So it was already kind of in the stars. And it's kind of fun to you know, hear people different ways in which they say it, because then you can tell what people are from when they say Jai or Jay, which is cool because I also see a value in people using their own language, their lingo, their enunciation is, is part of, you know, the, what the community is for me, what the network could be um, and what I wanted to grow it, grow it into. Now we're I think what six uh, six services in it's just me right now, but um, I have a, a really good vendor pool of folks that have been great to my clients and wanting to continue to grow that, and then uh, expanded it to being one of the co-founders of Iowa Black Doula Collective, and so our work is across the state of Iowa. Um, doing similar things, connecting folks, providing care, whether in person or virtual. 
Yeah, and there's some stark stuff about rural maternity mortality rates, especially with rural Black women. Can you talk about the process that you go through when interacting and um, taking on these clients and the services you offer? Yeah, absolutely. So you talked about, you know, the health disparities amongst the Black community in rural, um, in rural environments. And commonly when people think rural, they think South, which is normal, right? We we see a lot of like research down there. And so most of where I focus as a doctoral student at Iowa State is looking at Midwest health. Um, so we talk about health disparities. It means um, this like branch of things that are happening to a person and, you know, or family. So we think about environmental, uh, mental, physical, social, food, all those things are tied together. Folks really don't know like how doulas can be very integral. Like research has shown that we lower rates of cesarean. We increase, you know, positive birth outcomes. We see higher rates of maternal mortality, maternal morbidity um, in rural places for a lot of reasons. Particularly my clients, um, I'm mostly focused in supporting high risk. So high risk can mean a ton of things. You have rare disease, you um, have been deemed morbidly obese, you are at risk for things like preeclampsia or some type of cardiovascular disease. Those types of things I kind of help folks through in navigating. So doctors will get in a room and they will decide if they are able to provide this person care in case something happens throughout their labor. And so they will send them to Iowa City. I'm located in the Des Moines area that's two hours away. So if you can imagine driving for two hours in labor, if you add on the fact that maybe I don't have adequate transportation, that adds another layer. If you add on the fact that I'm doing this alone, that adds another layer, right? So um, most folks um, are really looking at their doctors as their go-to. You've went to school for this, you know what to do, you know what's best. But honestly, it should be a collaborative experience. I'm having a pain. I know where the pain is. I know how long the pain has been lasting. And the doctor is supposed to help in processing that, but you don't see that often happening. You see the doctor saying, oh, well, that pain doesn't exist. Or, oh, it's just in your head. Or are you suffering from this instead? You've seen people get misdiagnosed for things. For example, endometriosis and PCOS is a common um, common reproductive challenge that happens within women, particularly Black women. We get diagnosed too late, which um, often um, results in us getting um, surgeries, um, surgeries to remove our uterus. Uh, and so we're having to make decisions about, are we going to be able to carry a child at a very, still very young age? You're, you're pretty much in your late 20s. Uh, early 30s. So that shouldn't be something you have to decide, right? But this is kind of what I'm having to walk folks through is, you know, where they, where have they been landing? Who has been supporting them? Teaching them on how to ask questions, um, how to seek providers. Um, it shouldn't be, you know, this thing of my body is a car and I'm just here for regular maintenance. It should never be like that. Commonly, my, my clients, they're like, you know, my doctor told me to take this. And I say, well, why? And they're like, I don't know. So my role as a doula is to just look on the periphery and internally and say, what exactly is going on? How much are we perceiving those things? Yeah. And that makes me think of how much autonomy is stripped from the person giving birth because you have, you're just 
succumbing to circumstance of this the only doctor that's here and they're here just for the present and I can see how disheartening it could be when you finally get to the doctor's office when you're finally having that um, meeting that there's a lot more going on with me before and after and it's it's very profound to think about that like me as a black woman what the things that I have to face when I eventually have children and the the aspect of it being holistic really gives more autonomy to the person who's seeking a doula. Can you talk more about the benefits that you're seeing uh, as J. Olive starts to grow? Absolutely. Like you mentioned the word autonomy. Doulas do not and should never speak for their clients. Our role is advocacy. Our role is support. So we are the in-between of anytime you're going to the hospital, the emergency room, to you are going to the birth space, to you just going to your regular appointments, that you feel very much like you know what's going on and that you could, you know, feel encouraged and empowered in that space to tell someone to stop touching you, to tell someone this is how you want to push, to tell someone that this does not feel right. Um, and to be heard and believed, there's a big benefit to having a doula throughout your process. Um, there's a lot of unsurety, uh, deliveries, labor, pregnancy are all different, whether you have more than one child. I always come in this, this space of, you just never know. I had one client, she was on her fifth, and she had had smooth labors, on all her pregnancies. But this was the first time and I was there where she had a very hard labor. And so you just never know. And I see that growth, right? People seeing more of a value, getting to know what it is that I do. Uh, That's why I try and have fun on my social media, try and, you know, engage with people in different ways, do things like this so that people understand, like you can reach out, you can ask for help. Um, and you're seeing folks being a little bit more um, open about their experiences. I get a lot of folks that talk to me about like, I had the hardest birth experience and that was the first time they've ever processed it. And so unfortunately I end up in this counselor role, right? That's not my role, but I end up in this counselor role to help them in processing their birth um, and the trauma that they've experienced. This reminds me of my mother was describing giving birth and she was talking about how when she was pushing, she was laughing because my um, my grandmother was telling her in her ear, just do it, just do it. And it made her laugh. And I can't imagine what that would say to a doctor, just hearing a Black woman laughing. And then there comes that stereotype about Black women don't feel pain. So think about like, no, birth can present itself in uh, in more than just feelings of pain. That speaks a lot to what people's perceptions of birth can be. Yeah, I really appreciate you sharing more about your process and the benefits of your work to people. So I'd like to hear a little bit more about how you got here. How'd you end up Iowa? (laughs) (laughs) So um, I'm I'm the daughter of an educator. So we moved to Vegas. Uh, My parents were trying to get us out of Chicago. A lot of things were changing and happening. We were living um, in the suburbs. We moved back to the city. Um, And if you're not familiar with Chicago, like a lot of things have changed significantly about the place. And so Vegas ended up being home, stayed there for my undergrad and my grad school. So I went to Reno for undergrad and just fell into higher ed. So my partner and I were long distance and ended up in Iowa. I was their uh, violence prevention coordinators. And there was some type of like 
thing that happened. I wanted to call it the big bang, right? Some explosion happened for me to be like, I need to get into healthcare. It was something I wanted to do early on, um, but was steered away from. And so it was like, I think it's time. <laughs> Opted to go into nursing and sat in orientation was like, this is not it. And so I found doula work as a really great opportunity for me to not feel confined to systems. Um, and so I ended up going to Atlanta to be trained by a former midwife uh, through the National Black Doula Association and apply for my doctoral program that November. Part of my life is being a scholar researcher, um, trying to publish as well as practice this work in real time. So I get no breaks. <laughs> that That's very beautiful. I really, I, I echo you not wanting to be kind of tied down to something very niche like nursing and there's a lot more to healthcare than just being in one solid profession like nursing. I'd like to tap into the fact that you don't take any breaks. Um, I, <laughs> oh, I do now. <laughs> switching that up. We got to switch it up because breaks are necessary. I, yeah. I feel that. And, but also the fact that you're like, I take no breaks and associated with how grave this work can be. We'll be right back after this from The Daily Yonder. Hi, I'm Xander Brown with The Daily Yonder. Beginning August 26 on select radio stations across America, The Daily Yonder and Public News Service are teaming up to deliver a short, fast-paced roundup of rural news that features a wide variety of rural voices and keeps listeners informed and engaged on underreported issues that affect rural Americans. We at the Rural Assembly encourage you to get your COVID-19 vaccine. Go to vaccines.gov to find a location near you. If you're still on the fence, or if you are an employer looking to help your employees learn more about the vaccine, we encourage you to check out resources we've developed in partnership with the Rural Chamber of Commerce and the Health Action Alliance. Visit healthactionalliance.org to access fact sheets and conversation guides about the vaccine. Nosotros en Rural Assembly les invitamos a recibir su vacuna para el COVID-19. Visite a vaccines.gov o vaccines.gov para encontrar una ubicación cerca de usted. Si aún está inseguro o si usted es un empleador que busca ayudar a sus empleados a aprender más sobre la vacuna, le invitamos a leer los recursos que creamos en colaboración con la Cámara de Comercio Rural y la Alianza de Acción de Salud. Visite a healthactionalliance.org para acceder hojas informativas y guías de conversación sobre la vacuna. The Rural Assembly is proud to partner with Consumer Reports and a broad coalition of partners to launch Let's Broadband Together, a first-of-its-kind project to find out what people really pay and what they're really getting for their internet service. We're asking all of our listeners and followers to participate in a seven-minute survey that will contribute to a major effort to press internet service providers and government officials to deliver fair, affordable, reliable internet services. Please, please head over to ruralassembly.org and devote seven minutes to advocacy for better broadband for you, for your neighbors, and for rural America. And now back to Everywhere Radio. How do you spend your time when you're not do offering all the support and working with clients and educating? 
Yeah, so I I'm a huge traveler. I love exploring. Um, and so what's nice about living in Iowa is that I'm like less than five hours from anything, particularly land. Um, my family originated from Belize uh, on my mother's side, and so being by water, being by the earth is like super important to me. So like taking care of my plant has been huge. Uh, we talked about like wanting to kayak a little bit more. I've been trying to explore food. Um, I'm a foodie. I love mom and pop spots. I love diners. When it, you're talking about all the care that you have to give and support, it's important to care for yourselves and that gets lost. I think there's a it's a mirroring going on with how you take care of yourself and how that informs your work. So it's beautiful. If you could say anything to anyone that's considering getting a doula and they live in rural Iowa, rural Wisconsin, rural Alabama, what would you say to them? Yeah, I would say, you know, your your intuition is real. And so if this is something that you've considered, I think you should listen um, I think we are taught to not listen to our intuition because it could be, you know, um, based off fear or uh, being irrational. Second, you can do your research. A lot of doulas are offering uh, virtual support. So if someone can't get to you. Don't deny that to yourself because virtual support is harder. Um, and as if not more important than in person. I think the third is doulas do different works at different points of time. And so if you are looking at fertility, birth, postpartum, all those things are important. I've been in birth spaces with mom, grandma, father, like I've been in birth spaces with everybody, right? We literally in there like sardines. Um, and I make sure that they are a part of it, that they feel bonded and included. Commonly, I hear partners not seeing a value with doulas because they're like, well, I can do it. I've seen a lot of people freeze up because their partners are in so much pain that their brain can't even reconcile how to step in. And so a doula helps prepare the partner to understand how to step in, how to process, how to understand pain. Doulas help you with deciding what type of birth that you want. There's unassisted births, there's at-home births, there's midwife births, there's in-hospital births, there's midwife hospital births. But midwives are a great alternative that you can still have a hospital experience if you want, or you can look into something else and doulas can help you with that decision. Mental health is a huge thing. Drug use is a huge thing. So don't feel like a doula wouldn't understand. Like doulas don't know. Like our role is to understand. Our role is to uplift. Our role is to empower you. You're going to feel counted out in all types of places. A doula is going to make sure that you feel counted in. And so um, if you're in a rural place, you have an option of having someone at your clinic. We have scholarships, we have discounts, we have payment plans. I tell people, put a doula on your registry. People love paying for doulas. Thank you so much for sharing that. And it's so valuable, the work that you're doing. And the fact that you're willing to share that with so many people is amazing. That'll conclude our episode of Editor Radio. And I'd like to thank you again, Jasmine, for joining us. Thank you. If you enjoyed Everywhere Radio, we'd love for you to consider subscribing to the General RA newsletter, where we promote new offerings from the assembly and amplify the good work of our many partners across the country. 
We've also launched a new policy advocacy newsletter that comes to inboxes on Mondays to help you start each week with a quick take on the top issues that we're tracking across the nation. Everything from broadband policy to rural vaccinations. Just head over to ruralassembly.org to sign up. If you're a true fan of Everywhere Radio, please let us know by rating us wherever you get your podcasts. If this isn't your cup of tea, no biggie. It's fine. We'd like to thank our media partner, The Daily Yonder. Everywhere Radio is a production of the Rural Assembly. Our senior producer is Joel Cohen, and our associate producer is Xander Brown. I'd like to issue a special thanks to our Daily Yonder Rural Reporting Fellow, Adelia Watson. Thanks for sitting in the host chair this week. And we're grateful for the love and support of the whole team at the Center for Rural Strategies. Love you. Mean it. You can be anywhere. We'll be everywhere. 